I don't care if he's hurt, do your job! Welcome to Grapples to Apples, the podcast where we talk about everything from professional wrestling to whether or not Netflix better than Hulu. I mean, they both have their places. I like Netflix because you can watch old school stuff, Mm -hmm. but Hulu lets you watch current stuff. So Hulu does have some old school stuff too. The thing is, Hulu's big gripe is they charge you extra if you don't want commercials. Netflix is they just don't have commercials. Uh, What? Netflix just doesn't have commercials. Period. Exactly. See, but you can also get American Vandal on Netflix, which is also why Netflix Netflix. is the way to go. Team Netflix or. if I mean, you want, the Marvel you can subscribe shows. to the WWE Network for 9 99 a month. We don't work with them. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I am the glorious, ever so brilliant Shades, joined by the Will That Kills. That's a new one. And uh, I would be the uh, entourage behind these two fine gentlemen. I think that's that's the wording. I don't think that's the wording. It's your boy Maddie Bizzle, double Z, double E. How's it going, internet? <laughs> that was the longest. You walked into it. You, I don't. I don't know what I walked into right now. You but are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Music, and the SoundCloud. Thanks for listening. Today we're going to be discussing Hell in a Cell. And hell was it? Hell. In, in it was hell. It was it was it was hell. It was it was hell in the living room for me today. Um, we're going to jump right into it. Get onto the pre-show. Let's do that. So the pre the kickoff show had one match. It was one hour kickoff show, but we got one match for the entire one hour. WWE. Um, and we had the Rusev Day going up against the New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I was a little surprised and disappointed to see this on the kickoff show. Mm-hmm. But that's because, you know, Rusev Day is such a, like, fan favorite thing. And I hold tag titles to a high regard. So, like, to me, this seeing this on the kickoff show was disappointing. But um, what I did like about the match is that it seemed to uh, service as a vehicle to show off Aiden English. Aiden English really got to show off his stuff today. Um, had an impressive Tope Conhilo that he hit. Um... He was pretty much the majority of the offense for Rusev Day. At one point, he um, put Kofi Kingston in the Coquina, in the I'm sorry, the wrong um, submission in the accolade, which I thought was awesome. If he had gotten Kofi to tap out to the accolade, I probably would have lost my mind, and the rest of Hell in a Cell could have been like a flop, and I would have been okay with that. Oh, it was funny when he didn't. Uh, he looked, looked, he's flexed. He said, crush, to get to the accolade. I was like, all right, so you're playing on the whole Rusev thing. I can understand that. I can understand that. Okay, do you think he'll get one of those spray tans to go in? No, he's got to stay pale. His his whole thing is pale. That's his uh, thing? I thought he was a singer. He is a singer. Uh, He was a singer. Well, his gimmick, he's a singer. But it was, you know what? Not for nothing, I thought it was a decent match for the time that they gave him on a kickoff show. Um... I wish New Day did not retain the way they did because it was just um, Kofi hits in English with Trouble in Paradise pretty much out of nowhere because um, there was some confusion between Aiden English and Rusev that so like 
Rusev, Aiden English tagged in on Rusev, and Rusev was like, what are you doing? Whoa. Which delayed him from like going up the top rope. He mm-hmm. misses his spot, and Aiden English goes for it. Um, and then Rusev comes out to like um, interfere, I guess, and he gets thrown out of the ring immediately. It just makes Rusev look dumb. And then that's when Kofi hits the Trouble in Paradise. One, two, three, they retain. It's... To me, it falls flat. We knew that New Day was going to win. Just didn't like the way it happened. Um, to go back to the, the mix-up, the confusion, and the tags, uh, if you notice, to keep the, their momentum going, Corey Graves said it earlier, was they kept tagging each other once they got towards the corner. Right. So I guess, you know, to keep up with the momentum and to keep it on their side, uh, Aiden English tagged himself in, but right. Rusev was like, yo, bro... I, I had it handled, and I guess I don't know if it was an I don't know if it was kayfabe or if this was like an actual like yo what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, Rusev did look pretty unintelligent. He just ran at Kofi Kingston, and Kofi just like he just, he just, just like sidestepped him. Yeah. He was like all right, get out. And then Aiden English followed like with a a chase. Kofi went under. Uh, bounce off the ropes, trouble in paradise. Yeah. One, two, three. So that was a kickoff show. I mean, it was what it was, but you know, I guess if you're gonna get one match for the one hour kickoff show, it's fine, I guess. Yep, and that wrapped up that. Um, they followed that into the first match of the night, which was the first cell match. It was the cell for SmackDown, which was uh, Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton. But you can't not mention. The color of the cell. Oh. Well, the cell descended upon the ring. And as it descended, it was an iconic red for the uh, 20th anniversary of the cell, Hell in a Cell match. So, uh, that was something. For a second, I thought my eyes were fooling me, and it was just lighting that they would... But no, they painted that cell red. Yep. And, uh... That was not the best choice, but whatever. They tried to cover it up with the white ropes. I mean, yeah, so they showed pictures... I saw pictures of it yesterday, of the red cell. Mm. And immediately, I was like, oh, I'm not crazy about this. And then my brother was like, just, you know, give it a shot. See what it looks like. And the first thing I said to him it was like, the red, the, the, it's so bright. And just that, like, the fact that it's red in the sea of, like, whatever mm-hmm. other lighting is going on is going to obscure vision. It's going to be really weird on the eyes. And to me, that's exactly what it was. It was yeah. just very jarring to my eyes to have that bright red cell well when i saw this uh, when i saw the cell original uh, uh when it first came down i instantly thought tna is you steal asylum match because mm-hmm. um in tna I, mean, I don't know if they still do it um well, tna doesn't exist anymore it's impact wrestling now well they're still the same thing in my opinion are they total? Do they have total nonstop action in there? That's not a word. That's a total nonstop non-sh- action. That's no. their thing. No, they're just they're impact impact yeah. wrestling. That's it. But they used to be TNA total. Used to be. They yeah. used to be TNA notes total nonstop action wrestling. Yeah, first they were they NWA total nonstop action, and then TNA total nonstop action. Then they were GFW Global Force Wrestling. NWA TNA. Yeah. Total nonstop. Yeah. And then, then it came TNA Impact. Mm-hmm. Then just Impact. Then, no, then it was then global. GFW, yeah. Global Force Wrestling, and then just Impact. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the a history of, of the failed brand. That is, 
Yeah, hey, they're, it's actually they're, they're picking up a better. lot of momentum. Every they week, are doing better. every week their ratings go up. So, uh, but I, I that that red ugh. that red cell that red cell was Ice. rough to look at in my opinion. It wasn't it wasn't great, but there was a lot of red on the outside, and we saw plenty of red on the inside. Ooh. I mean, for, in the first match for sure, we saw yeah. plenty of red. So um, they kick off the match. They start pulling out uh, ladders and chairs and Who's slamming they? each other. Who? Who's they? Oh, uh, the two uh, fools that we have in the ring. Jeff two Hardy fools and that we Randy have. Orton. The combatants. Yeah, the combatants, like the gladiators. <laughs> They're stabbing each other with knives. No. Well, Jeff Hardy was the first one to bring the tables and, and ladders out. Yeah. Uh, and he, Randy Orton was the first to bleed, right? He uh, slapped him with the, ta- with the chairs and his back started bleeding, right? Was... No, what happened was... Um, was his back, no? From the belt? It was his back. It was, no, not from yeah, the belt. Yeah. Randy Orton was... No, Randy Orton had a bunch of like puncture holes in his back because Jeff Hardy hit him with the studded belt. That's why he started bleeding. No. Orton hit... Yeah, and hit Jeff with the belt. So Jeff hit... Uh, Randy Jeff, hit Jeff with Randy the belt first. Belt, yeah. With the belt flipped inside out. So mm-hmm. the studded part... It was just the leather part. Right. Right. Then later on, Jeff took the belt, flipped it back, hit Randy over the back with it, and that's the first blood that we saw. Right, okay. Was the blood drawn from on the back from the studs of Jeff's belt. Gotcha. And then the piece of flesh missing from Randy Orton's leg. That was gross. And it wasn't missing, it was dangling. But the most gross moment of probably the year in wrestling for me has, has, has to be Randy going down to the apron... Pulling out a toolbox and getting a big old screwdriver, putting it inside of Jeff's gauge, Ugh. and twisting it. Oh no, he pulled first. He pulled. Oh, yeah, oh, pulled I was it first. I was pretty sure he was gonna pull that gauge, rip that right open. But was, oh, right. I thought I thought there was gonna be an accident. I, oof, who knows? For for a PG era, that match was not PG. It was like rated R. Yeah, it, was, it was like PG thirteen. Well, because there was no bloodshed for that particular thing. TV I can empower the uh, European uh, the TV rating systems. System? I would probably go somewhere like uh, what is what is it in Europe? Uh, something fifteen? I don't know. I live in New York. You can't say I'm going to use the English and then uh, not know and, it and then not know it. Listen, man. Listen, nothing. Listen to your face. You're come, you're it, come wasn't, it wasn't rated R. It wasn't PG thirteen. It was nice and. Pretty. It was. It was a. It wasn't PG. It was. It was rough. It was and, rough. and it wasn't like th- these were bleeding the hard way. Yeah, no one bleeded. This was no one. No one and, no. and we had a couple people bleed the hard way tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Randy Orton eats a chair to the. Ch- at some point, Jeff has him set up with a swanton. He has the chair on um, Randy's chest. Hits the swanton when he does it. The, uh, the backrest of the yeah. chair hits Randy right in the chin. And, ooh, you can tell that that hurt. He didn't draw any blood from that, of all the things. Surprisingly, he doesn't draw blood from there. But the whole match was just very, very aggressive, very physical, very... I don't want to say brutal, because I feel like that's a cheesy word to use. But it was bloodshed. Um, the end of the match... The end of the match was something else. So we thought he uh, Jeff was going to hop over... The bigger ladder and do a frog, uh, well, his leapfrog, yeah, yeah his leapfrog thing. So, I mean, first, everyone thought Jeff was gonna do something crazy. Jeff, Hell in a Cell, we're like, okay, cool, this is where he dies. But 
he sets up the, the smaller ladder and then the bigger ladder and, we go, and the, uh, the, the table. table in front of him. And we go, okay, leapfrog, this is how he dies. But then he changes I mean, his mind. He's done that spot before. Right. So it's like, yeah. He's but, not going to die. But, yeah, you know. but, you know. He's, he has known back problems. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see him do that. So he yeah. does it worse. So what does he do instead? He climbs to the top of the ladder. Then he grabs onto the top of the cell. Crawls his, inches his way a little bit over the table. Sweeze and proceeds to back swings and back and forth about three or, three times. And as he's about to leap, as he's about to leap, not as he leaps, Randy Orton rolls out from the table. Jeff jumps and then eats the table. Uh, we thought it was face first. He, uh, he extended his arms a little bit. I mean, he landed face first, but yeah, he, he, he breaks he, himself with his arms to break through. Whew, yeah. But... Uh, that happened, and then uh, that was the end of Jeff Hardy. He, he lost that match. Well, no, it's, you can't just say he lost that match. It's like Randy Orton is looking at him, and the ref's like, Call, uh, you, lift the cage, lift the cage. We need yeah. we need help, we need, we need help. Tears, yeah. And Randy's like, count him out. Do your job. The, <laughs> match is still going. the ref's like, he's hurt. He goes, I don't care if he's hurt. Do your job. <laughs> For, uh, yep, and that wrapped up. That, but it was now was it no. the most technically sound match? No. no. Was it entertaining though? Did we all were we all sitting here going oh 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 like were we all engaged? Yeah, in Absolutely. Terms of, in terms of wow factor, we I were think engaged. This this was a good start yes. to the main card. Yeah, we we were fully engaged to this match, and we were <laughs> we were on a roll. Not a roll. But we were on our way. We're, we had, we had a nice little momentum going into the next couple we're of matches. On our way. The then, city. Yeah. I don't I don't know where you're going with that. No, it's okay. But yeah. Um I mean so you know, Randy wins, go into a next match. You know, for for the most part, you know, we have WWE uh Raw and SmackDown, they're trading matches usually. Um another SmackDown match in I I felt like this pay per view was mostly SmackDown featuring some Raw. Well we counted what five SmackDown five matches SmackDowns to three. with including the pre show, which yeah. is uh to it's Raw's three, but um, I guess one of the the biggest storylines on SmackDown: Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I had no inklings that Becky was gonna win. I I had Charlotte winning, and then I had Becky winning in Australia. But um, for me, it was a, a boring match. Mm-hmm. For you know the the two women claiming to be best friends and this and that and wrestling and working together, I felt like they had zero chemistry. And it's just like, all right, let's do this. A couple botches here. I mean, when um, Becky went to the top rope, she Charlotte was supposed to catch her, but Becky just ended up like doing a senton and falling yeah. down. Yeah. Um. I I don't I I, I felt like with. They built they built this match so so much and so much, but it was like deflating. There was a lot of heat going into the match mm-hmm. and no heat during the match. Oh yeah, it was stone cold. I I don't think it was the most boring match. No, not like, at all. The, the, there was way way worse matches on the card. But I, I expected more. F- like not to not to use the the Becky Lynch uh, pun or cliche, but I expected more fire mm-hmm. from this match. You had these two women who were. Angry at each other and we're hating each other and each other throws over the title and best friends blah 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 and it was just like just two wrestlers going at it like I felt like if we were ever at a point mm-hmm. where 
I felt that angry and slighted by one of you guys, and we ended up getting into a fight, I would not have been this, like, methodical about it. Mm -hmm. Like, it would have been a scrap. And I just feel like that they didn't do that here. They just let them... I mean, wrestle. Like, uh, Charlotte didn't even do a moonsault. She didn't do a moonsault. She didn't do the corkscrew. She did none of that. No natural selection. No, but they would... Becky did what she... She she was really going for that disarmor and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, beating down the arm. And they really played the arm, hold the whole thing. And I was like, okay, no problem, you know. Becky doesn't really have... Like, we were speaking about this earlier. Yeah. She doesn't really have a finishing move. It's just... The disarmor is her only finish. Yeah. yeah. So, like, Charlotte has natural selection. She could win by that. She could win by the figure eight. She's won with a spear before. She's won with a spear before. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I like. I would have liked Becky Lynch. T- I didn't... I, I, I did not like the way this match ended. This match ended on weird terms for me. Was mm-hmm. it, uh, Charlotte went to go spear her, and Becky Lynch... Kind of reverse into a. It wasn't. It's not a power slam, was it? No, it's just like. A, so what it looked like, and what traditionally ends up being a reverse for a spear, is a schoolboy. Mm-hmm. Normally, like they wrap around them, put the le- the arm under the leg between mm-hmm. the legs, and bring them down for a schoolboy roll up. Yeah, that's the tradition. That's like typically what you see, and I think they were going for it that. It was like a f- reverse schoolboy, sort of like that. And I think what happened is I think one of the two missed something somewhere, mm-hmm. and so to save it. That's Becky like just quickly went, went in for, for a traditional, you know, one one leg hook, mm-hmm. chest to chest pin. Could have been worse because it, it was all kind of fluid. But I think that's what happened. I think it was supposed to be a schoolboy that she just wanted to. All right, screw it. I'll just go for the leg. Mm-hmm. Think we would have got one of these with Brie Bella or uh, no? Brie Bella would have killed herself somehow. Probably. Yeah. <clears throat> but after the match, uh, you know, Charlotte Flair's still in the ring, looking at, at Becky celebrate. And she wants to raise Becky's hand, and Becky's like, "No, you're not stealing my moment from me, deuces." And I she like just that. walks out. I like and that. I sounds like, you know what? Don't do it, Becky. Walk out. Yeah. If you do it now, you kill the feud. That's mm-hmm. it. There's nothing else after. Keep that. building Becky's character. Keep building it. I had Becky winning. Mm. I knew. I knew she had to win the championship at some point in this feud. They had to. Unless they were ready to cut Becky Lynch and ruin her career forever, she had to win the title at some point. Yeah. I went out on a limb and said, let's do it now. Why not? We have the thing in three weeks, and then we have Evolution after that. And then Summer uh, Survivor Series. Right. I'm like, you know what? Let's just do it now. My, that was and my they thing. did it. And they did it. I went back and forth with it a lot last week, and I was really not sure where they were going to go, because they had this, they have the Super Show in like three weeks, or whatever it is, and then they have Evolution, and mm-hmm. then they have Survivor Series. Right. And I expected her to win it at... The one of the bigger pay per views right. when it came down to it. Right. She has it now. Maybe she'll lose it at the Super Show. I'm hoping that she just sticks with it and she has a big match at the Super Show and yeah. it works I out. Know. I I agree with you. Yeah. I do not I mean, want the Evolution. The, the, no, I don't. I don't want, no, no, no. I, 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 I said I meant the big match at uh, Evolution because I said Super well, Show. Well, I don't. I don't want her to lose the belt at all. I no, agree. I don't want her to lose. Let her. I just want her to have a Let's big not. match where she can celebrate at Evolution because. Yeah. That's a big spotlight for her. I agree. I'm not a Becky Lynch fan, like like you guys are. Like mm. she, can she wrestle? Yeah, um, but I don't fawn over her like mm. you guys do. Mm. <clears throat> um, but I don't want the flip floppy. I win the belt. You win the belt. I win the belt. You. It, it, it gets boring. Keep Becky. Let her. Let it go on a, uh, on a lengthy run. Yeah, why not? Also, there's no women there to really dethrone her. If 
she's going to be a face or a heel. They got Asuka doing nothing with Naomi. Let's not even get into what they're doing with Asuka. She's going to be uh, her best friend. Didn't you see the promo on SmackDown? It was let's, so much fun. Let's, let's just move on. They to got the rest chocolate of the or something. Let's just move on. Anyway. So the next thing was a backstage segment with the New Day in the back. They're celebrating their, you know, their win and reclaiming the retaining the SmackDown Championship. And you know, the three of them are just hanging out. Um, and then Biggie, because Biggie's always pulling stuff out of his tights, out of his uh, singlet. It's weird. And he pulls out his little bell and goes, "You know what time? You know what time it's for? For Booty's Worth or whatever their butler's name is." So they ring the bell. The guy comes out. And he has champagne. Now, the WWE cameras... Look, for nothing else, they're good do you, production. Do you mind if I interview? Because this guy comes over, and he he looks just defeated. Oh, what he's worth? He always does. He always does. He just looks flat He always looks like the most dejected human being on the planet. And he's they're like, what do you got for us? And he pulls out these champagne bottles. They're yeah. like, go, we go party. So, the WWE does a really good job of like framing what they want to frame and how they want to do it. And so it was just Big E and Xavier Woods in the shot. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't see Kofi. He's going he's gonna to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. And who, so then who they pull out. They go to Kofi and there's no one there. And I go, he's coming out. And of course he comes out with the blonde wig and the, the bow tie as Kramer Kingsman. And immediately I'm just like, yes. Yes. I really want them to run this. He didn't do much. And in hindsight, it really wasn't funny. It was kind of just like a nothing kind of segment. But to me, anytime you got Kramer Kingsman in the in the mix, I'm a happy camper. I want for the most part, this was like a nothing segment. I, I didn't need it. I could have done without it. Just give me Kramer. That's all I want. I want them to keep running this Kramer Kingsman thing. This is pretty pretty nice little add yeah, to their you know their promos. They they haven't had anything fresh in a while, and it's a nice little spice to their um, bootio cereal. I can't wait for them to get past the pancakes breakfast. We did the cereal, we did the ice cream, no more pancakes. We yeah, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of the whole pancake thing. Yeah, I'm over it. What do you think is next? I Who knows, man. Whatever WWE can sell. Hmm. That's a good point. Whatever food they can sell to kids. Soda. Evidence. <laughs> soda. Who knows? God. No, I can't. Like, oh, they could pop something. soda like, like, like champagne. I like that idea. No, because then WWE's going to get flack for selling soda to kids. What? Just anyway. Moving, moving on. on was the Raw Tag Team Championship match. Um, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, who did not come out to their Shield music, they came out to their own individual themes. Yeah, because that, if it's not all three of them, they all come out individually. Yeah, whatever. Exactly. But like they, you know, they they're they're very intertwined into each other's met um, you know storylines at this point. So uh, it was whatever. They came out, and Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler came out. Um, and they had a probably match of the night. I mean, I don't yeah, think they had anyone else really. Definitely match of the night, in my close. opinion. Yeah. Um, and they ran for a while. They ran for a solid 25 minutes, maybe? Something More like that. that. Something like that. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I mean, look, you, you have four guys, three and a half guys who can go. Who's the half? Ambrose. Well, I mean, out of the four of these, Ambrose is the lesser performer. You think so? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. You have Seth, who's probably like the machine of all of WWE, next to AJ Styles. And then you have like Dolph can go in the ring. He may be, we may all be over him. I'm not over him. I love Dolph Ziggler. But like the <clears throat> guy can go. Yeah. And then Drew. I mean, oh. what I I can't gush enough about Drew McIntyre. I would put Dean. 
or Drew? As an in-ring performer? No. Okay. He's a more established character and blah, 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 whatever. But I think Diesel right now. I don't know. It's because of what they have him doing right now, but Drew's a better in-ring worker. Anyway, I mean, look, you, you got these guys who can all go, who clearly have chemistry together. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're not going to put on a bad match. And they all did their thing, and they all put together a good match. The finish was, we talked about while we were watching it, it was probably the most perfectly timed finish on the planet. That was pretty awesome. So the finish is, so Ziggler's perched on the top of the turnbuckle, and Seth runs up to do his usual, like, his, uh, his rolling superplex into the Falcon Arrow combo. Right. And so he does the, he runs up, does the superplex, rolls, picks up Ziggler for the Falcon Arrow, and at the exact moment that he brings him up, Comes into who, who he slides going, in? Um, uh, McIntyre. No, yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah no, I'm sorry, but he was he had him up like he was looks like he was about to start going yeah. down, and McIntyre just flies in with the most beautiful claymore kick, hits hits him square in the face. He goes down. Dolph pretty much lands on top of him for the pin. One, two, three, and it was just the timing. I can't get I can't stress enough just how important timing is. In professional wrestling, especially for finishes, I mean, we talked about at All In how the timing was just off, and so it confused the whole crowd. Mm-hmm. We talked about this um, earlier in this mat in the um, in this show with Matt with Jeff Hardy, where he kind of um, you know the timing was a little off, so it kind of made him look a little with, silly. With Randy Orton, yeah, Randy, Randy Orton jumped off the table way too early. The, the the timing on this was just perfect. It was just boom, boom, Claymore kick down one, two, three, and you couldn't ask for a better finish. I mean. For this match, there were so many false finishes. Oh, yeah. There was like, all right, the Shield's going over. Now McIntyre and, and Ziggler are going to win. Mm-hmm. Now the Shield's going to win again. Yeah. It's like, this is the match. I was like, damn, man. It was it was so much back and forth, back and forth. I was like, you know what? I don't know who's going to win anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Ziggler hit the zigzag, and we're and then he can then, um, who did he hit that on? On Seth? Yes. And Seth kicks out, and you were like, oh. We know who's gonna win now, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't know, man. We still have a lot of finishes to go through. Mm-hmm. Seth goes for the the frog splash on McIntyre, and I was like, they can't have McIntyre eat that pin, and he kicks out. And like you said, it just there was false finishes. There was so many chances where I knew one of them could have won, but I had a feeling I was like, it's gonna be the Claymore kick that does it. Yep. This is the third longest match of the night. They let him go 22, uh, 23 minutes. It shows, and not for nothing. Um... Back to the point that, you know, this was the match of the night. Uh, Dolph and Seth consistently have been putting on... You know, they, they got compared to Shawn Michaels a lot. But two of the best workers. One of Shawn Michaels' biggest nicknames was um, Showstopper. Yeah. They, they constantly ha- steal the show. And that's why Ziggler's nickname is the show, the show Off, the Show Stealer. Yeah. Okay. But those, those two will I'm, they're just again they're two of the best in ring workers that WWE has right now for sure yeah for sure you know but um, the next match was Moa and AJ yes um, we opened it with the night night AJ promo again so I, read I, that. it was funny the first time yeah yeah. I did not need I didn't need it the second time three, four minutes of him telling the story again it was the same exact promo. I would have understood if it was a little different, but the yeah. same exact promo. It was like, why did you have to do this again? Yeah. Um, <sighs> and their match was so, so slow. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, the match started off with AJ being super aggressive. And I'm like, all right, you know, strap in. This is going to get a little fast. And then they're like, oh, hold on. School's back in. We got to go like 15 now in the school zone. And they were just <laughs> it's like super slow. Yeah. It's like, all right. I mean, there were some stiff hits. Like, they were they were hitting each other. It was a hard-hitting match. But it... But there was that forearm that you thought was a slap. It was so hard. Yeah, I thought he. I thought uh, Joe sl- uh, slapped AJ, and I thought he slapped him good. No. And you're like, bro, that was a forearm. I said, you <laughs> <laughs> can't see me, but I have a, a shocked he face. He said, what? I'm like, dang, man, that's 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 a hard hitting match. Yeah. And, and what was the cherry on top of the hard hitting match, Joe? comes off the ropes for a clothesline and hits AJ so hard that he flips and then when AJ turns back over mouth is bleeding and I'm just like oh golly (laughs) (laughs) but but I know what they can do right and watching this match I'm just like this is this is not what this is not their best like this is maybe they're saving it for the super show that would be weird, but sure. So, like, anyone who knows some history of these two performers knows that they were both spent time in TNA, now Impact. And so, I wasn't really watching much of that. Jeremy, I know you were. Mm-hmm. That's where you fell in love with AJ. Um, so, if anyone knows what these two can do, because they have a story past in TNA. They sure do. You know, I remember watching something where they were talking about, like, some of their best matches... And these two have, like, some of TNA's best matches of all time. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know better than anybody what they can do. And, like, watching this had to be, like, frustrating. Yeah, it, it really was frustrating. You looked over at me, and you're like, oh, this match is too slow. Yeah. If for an AJ Styles match, way too slow. His, his usually fast pace or, mm-hmm. you know, at a very quicker pace. I felt like... For the way that they've been building this up, where AJ's supposed to be the aggressor, and you know, um, Joe's not going to be running, but you know, he's also an aggressive fighter. Mm-hmm. You would think that this is, you know, hard hitting, fast movements. You know, it was um, hard hitting, but it wasn't fast at all. I don't know. Was disappointing to me that they didn't, other than the way the match opened, they didn't play off of. The whole AJ hothead emotional thing. Yeah, they, they completely went out the window. He came out the gate hot, and that was it. If you're telling this story, which they had been telling since the Shinsuke feud, that AJ has a short fuse, keep it, like, do something with it. Have this match finish in a way that shows that, like the last one where he got DQ'd. Do something again to show that AJ has a short temper. Tell that story. Nothing. We got it out the gate. And instead, we got a a finish that I'm sure you love, Jeremy. Oh yes, I'm sure he did. Do, do you want to go over the finish, or do you want me to, or do you? Want, do you want... Okay, so I've seen this finish before. Right. Um, Bret Hart and Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper had him in a sleeper hold. You know, you, you kick off the the, the ropes mm. uh, or the turnbuckle, really. Um, momentum brings you back, and. Now the person that's in a submission is in a, p- a pinning predicament to win mm-hmm. the match. Mm-hmm. Um, the the way that they ended this match 
really upset at me. Because mm-hmm. here we thought AJ got the win clean. You know, one, two, three. He had him in, uh, just Joe had him in the Coquita clutch. Um, AJ reverses it, gets to a pin. One, two, three. AJ wins. Mm-hmm. Joe is going on. He tapped. Mm-hmm. No one saw it because of the angle, of course. Mm-hmm. No, he tapped. He's like, did you see it? Did you see it? Corey's like, I saw it. I saw it, I saw it. Joe. I, I saw it too. Believe me, I saw it. I love Corey Graves. So, you go to the replay, and they show you a different angle now. And AJ clearly taps three times before he hits three. Yeah, in between the two and three count, he taps. So, I'm just like, oh, yep. don't do it this way. They gotta stretch it out. Not this way. Like this. And they, they're they stretching it out for the, oh, the greatest word. Super, super Show. Super show. There was after, a little bit further on to the match, but uh, I mean, into the night, there was a backstage segment with uh, Joe and the ref. And he's like, are you blind? Blah, blah, blah. Can't you see he clearly tapped? How do you still work here? Yeah. <laughs> Paige and, shows up. And Paige shows up and Joe's yelling at him, doing his little spitty thing. And <laughs> he tapped. Just like, hey, Listen here. don't yell at me. And she's like, I want him. I don't want no disqualifications. And I want this. I don't want that. I don't want a, a Judy Bagwell on a pole match. <laughs> I want... You want a Texas Bull Rope match? <laughs> <coughs> you said, I want a good old-fashioned drag him out slobber knocker. That's what I want. So, uh, so Paige gives it to you know, The Super Show, we're going to have Small Joe versus AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. And I think... She uh, didn't announce that. She didn't she say it officially, it, but, she but was like, I'll it was going to be a no-DQ. Yeah, yeah I, and, and at the Super Show, I, I think that we're going to have a new... Champion. Champion. I can see that. Possibly, yeah. I can see that. Which would be lame. I just, I really, I have a problem with that tap out thing at the end. It was just so it's unnecessary. Convoluted. It's convoluted. Like, There's no point for it. There was, he had the pinfall. Why make him do that whole tap out? That, but William did say it earlier. I, I agree with you, Matt. Don't get me wrong. It's just, William said it. You got to keep the story going. Check it out. And if, it. if AJ wins clean... That, that's it. Hey, Joe, you lost clean. If well, there's not for nothing. No, it's a controversial pin, too. The pin itself? Not really. No, it's, it's a clean it's pin. AJ Styles are, um, his, uh, AJ's shoulders are up. Joe's shoulders are down. Yeah. It's one, two, three. It's a clean pin. If the Super Showdown was not in three weeks, this is over. Yes. This is clean. AJ retains or Samoa. Whoever they want to have the title at the end of this, that's where this ends. We move pushing towards Survivor Series. But because they have the Super Showdown, I might call it Super Showdown because it's stupid. It's a stupid showdown. It's a stupid showdown. Uh, because of that, every one of these feuds is getting just nudged. Fine. Instead of... It's, it's, it's like, alright, here's your speed bump. Yeah. Your a, finish line should be the Super Show. Right. Which is annoying, but whatever. Um, so yeah, after that, we moved into The Miz and Maurice versus Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. Speaking of annoying... Um, I didn't really care for this match. For me, I I like Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Don't care for Brie Bella. Don't care for Maurice. I don't need them in this feud. Um, the match was very so. Pretty much in the entire match, Brie wants at Maurice, and Maurice keeps tagging in The Miz because she wants none none of Brie. She doesn't want to do anything. She's just not in there at all. 
Um, at some point, Maurice starts running away from Bella, and just she's like running around the entire ring. And Corey Grias goes, Maurice is like a gazelle. You can't catch her. <laughs> and it, just, I love Corey Greaves. But as a, as a whole, this just felt so useless. Because Maurice didn't do much. Brie Bella didn't do much. Daniel Bryan and The Miz were in the match for the majority of the match. But it didn't feel like The Miz versus Daniel Bryan because he had all this extra stuff going on. Very gimmicky. It was, yeah, it was a just gimmicky, annoying thing. And the last few minutes were just so sloppy. They were, it's like, at some point it looked like Maurice and The Miz had a spot and someone forgot what the spot was. So they kind of like reset and did it again. And it was just, that was, that's what that whole match felt like. It just felt like four performers who were doing what they were told to do, two of them who had no idea what they were doing, just trying to get through it. With all of us hoping that Bree did not try and take another suicide dive because, no. You mean a frame of glitch? Yeah, that's the, the, the high risk, high reward. <laughs> it was all risk, zero reward because she ate face. It was just it was a nothing match to me. Yeah, I mean we said it earlier. The the few didn't need their wives I to did. be involved. Um, I, it's 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 just lazy booking in my opinion. And and this goes nowhere because at the Super Showdown we have the Miz and Daniel Bryan for the number one contenders match, and Brie Bella is going to be a part of the Bellas and Ronda Rousey versus the Riot Squad with Maurice doing nothing. So like, what are you doing with the Maurice and Brie Bella portion of this feud? Nothing anymore. Nothing. And you, it may. Are we doing Maurice versus Brie Bella at Evolution? Please no. Please no. I am going to be there. Please no. It may lead to something on SmackDown in the next two or three weeks. I can see that. But I'm hoping after the Super Show, we're done with the whole Daniel Bryan Miz thing for a little while. Yeah. 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 I think after the Super Showdown, we won't see them interact again until WrestleMania. When when Daniel Bryan beats The Miz at WrestleMania to win the championship because Miz is taking it off of AJ Styles or Samojo. A little future booking right there. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. They're having a championship uh, match for contendership, right? Uh, yeah. Whoever the... wins gets a championship opportunity. That's what they're calling it. Sure. But it's a contendership match. Essentially. Cool. So then whoever comes out of the AJ Samojo feud, I think... Drops it to... To the Miz. Miz. In my, that's what I think. And then Daniel Bryan takes it off of Miz at WrestleMania. Maybe I don't. I don't see if if Samoa gets Samoa Joe gets the title. I don't see him dropping it to the Miz. But I think it's going to be right now. That's what, that's what they're calling oh. it an opportunity. So I think Daniel Bryan's going to hold on to that opportunity. I've had enough of their wording. So I'm done with that. It's WWE, baby. That's Andy. how they do it. Next match was the women's what Raw Women's Championship. Uh, Miss Bliss with her entourage rolling out to, to fight. Uh, Rowdy Ronda Rousey, and her her entourage uh, being oh oh uh, Alexa Bliss is entourage yeah bro you mentioned the entourage did not mention who's in it uh, I mean it's okay you're you're fa- fair uh, Alicia Fox and Mickey um, James right I could do without you know them but right, it is what it is they they really didn't do much to the match they were like screaming or whatever but they, they played a small part. Ronda Rousey comes out with Natalia in her corner. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And they had a solid match. Um, you know, Ronda keeps impressing us to, with what she does. Pretty early on, she had a spot that she um, hit that was pretty... Uh, what was it? She did a... Was it submission? Or like a roll-up or something? I'm trying to remember. I don't remember. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what it was. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a weird, weird, weird movie you don't normally see. Yeah, yeah, someone yeah. Pull off. Oh, it was, like, it was a, a pinning combination. Something like that. Yeah, it yeah. It was yeah. a weird pinning combination that we were all three of us were just like, oh, okay. <laughs> they were like, we, we, we knew you were at the athletic. We didn't think you were athletic in that way, but yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, and they had a solid match. I um, mean, so Ronda, an issue that we were that Jeremy and I particularly, I, I can't say about you because you weren't too vocal about it, but Jeremy and I were having an issue with Ronda sells well with her body but doesn't sell well with her face. And mm-hmm. so oftentimes, what happens is she'll react to the hit and then go to angry face. So, like, she'll get hit by Alexa Bliss and she'll go, oh, oh and then angry face. Or she'll get punched with submission, ah, and then angry face. Like, she sells in the moment, but at, at some point, it's like a rubber band. She snaps back to angry face. And it's like, you, you can't just have that one default face the entire match. Mm-hmm. you got to be able to sell different emotions that you're having throughout the match. However, I do feel like Ronda got better as the match went on. I feel like it started to click for her. And she was selling more, both physically, like with her body, and then also with the face. I am i don't want to say she's been impressive, but considering she has like zero prior experience, it's impressive that she's she's been able to hold her own. This was a good match for her. It didn't start off great. But I think by the end of it, it was a it was a relatively decent match. Um, I I wouldn't say impressive. She didn't impress me. Um, is she getting better? Yes. Is she worthy of still holding the women's championship as their flag bearer right now? No. Um, my big issue, like you just stated, was she doesn't really sell with her face. Mm-hmm. It's angry face for a majority of, the, and then she just talks way too mm. much. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yo, bring bring it down a little bit. She has, she has. I feel like she's taunting the whole. And and you know, faces don't do that. They don't taunt all match. If you notice though, the majority of the women's division on Raw, they're like that. Think about Nia Jax, Alexa Bliss, Alicia Fox, even Sasha Banks. They talk trash throughout the entire match. I guess I don't see it as much because I don't really like Ronda Rousey, so I'm nitpicking. Yeah, right. right, right, um, right. But I mean, I think you're right that she she definitely does talk a lot, and I think what she says kind of comes off really lame a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Like during her last match, she was like, "You ready? Are you ready?" I was like, "Just just do the move, just stop it." <laughs> Although tonight, at some point, she grabbed Alexa's arm and goes, "Who wants a souvenir?" I thought that was great. That that that's good. I mm-hmm. thought that was great. Um. <laughs> What I found funny was Alexa Bliss had uh, Ronda Rousey's arm, mm-hmm. and she just she's just yelling at her like her face, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she just makes like a like a girl face, <laughs> like you know Ronda Rousey's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. pouting. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like she's taunting. She's like girl, <laughs> and then Ronda just looks at her and gets you know her. Angry face mm-hmm. becomes angry like, face. <laughs> <laughs> she growls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She growls. She growls back, and then it's like, uh oh. <laughs> and then she just you know starts doing the uh, the judo toss with the arm, and mm-hmm. um, which I'm not a fan of because I mean, 
they were better tonight. They, they were they were a lot better tonight. But mm. I feel like if if you go in there with somebody like who's who's a, a Brie Brie Bella, <laughs> you go in with Brie Bella, she's gonna die. Right. But if you notice, they opened up a bit of her arsenal today. Like she's mm-hmm. a fireman's carry, like a beautiful fireman's carry. Mm-hmm. She's doing a little bit more. She's not just. She's not just doing the the judo throws anymore. Like I feel like the first two matches was just judo throw, judo, judo throw, throw armbar, judo throw, judo throw, twisting Samoa drop, Pun- punching combination. Right. Mm-hmm. But this match, they, there was more. She she opened up a little bit more. She's and she's taking more risks. I like that she's she's all in on this. You can tell that she clearly is going. This is what I do now. I'm a professional wrestler. I take bumps. I'm in a tree of woe. This is what I do, and I appreciate that. I really do. Yeah. She's not she's not big leaguing, you know, which she easily could have done. She could have walked in and been like, yeah, I'm gonna take minimal bumps and just dominate. She's not. She's Worked not. Up. But uh I mean so yeah, so she she wins the match with armbar because duh. Matt was the only one yeah. who didn't see the duh. Hey. Bliss had control a lot of that match. She really worked her ribs that this, whole match. Yeah, and they did a great job telling that story. Which yeah. again I appreciate. WWE doesn't do storytelling, and yet they did it here. Appreciate it. Here's my thing. They they they're kind of making it look like you know Bliss didn't lose the title to some amateur, right? You know, like she's they're actually she's actually pulling putting up a fight and she's hurting her and she's not making they're not not making Ronda look like she's the invincible you know superhero. I think more than that, it doesn't make Alexa look bad. Exactly. I think SummerSlam made Alexa look bad. Yeah. I think this is a perfect match to balance out. Okay, look. We can't. We want to keep Ronda as our champion and make her look strong and dominant, but we can't make Alexa look like a chump. Mm-hmm. So they did this rib, the rib angle, and it worked. Yep. I thought it worked. And they, yeah, it worked perfectly. Yeah, yeah. There was one point um, in the match where Ronda goes up to put her in that spinning angle mm-hmm. slam or whatever, mm-hmm. and she couldn't because of her ribs. And I said, like, "Oh, you know what? Good storytelling. That's storytelling. Good storytelling." When was the last time we saw storytelling in the WWE Women's Division match or in a WWE match period that didn't involve AJ or Seth or, you know, one of their big guys? I really, I appreciate it. Like, can't can't knock it down, you know. And now to the main event: <clears throat> the Braun Strowman oh, versus the Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. <laughs> the Braun Strowman versus the Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, Mick Foley comes out first. Yes, again. I understand why he's there, but there's no reason for Mick Foley to be in this match. He did nothing. He did... Uh, what he did was he counted three <laughs> at one point. <laughs> oh, he yes, he did. yes, he did. Oh, yes, he did. Um, but you stated, you're like, yo, we're like eight or nine minutes into this match and Roman Reigns has hit two Superman punches? I'm like, this guy has nothing in his arsenal. But besides Superman punch, spear, ooh-ah... The drive-by <laughs> kick. Um, you said you don't want this to be a cluster of a mess. I knew. I was like, this is going to be an overbooked nonsense, and I didn't want That's it. That's exactly. Your exact words are overbooked nonsense. And what was it? And it was overbooked nonsense. Yep. Um, Ugh, makes me sick. There was a couple, you know, outside stuff. Roman getting... Um, you know, bumped into the cage, hit with the steel, uh, the the uh, steel steps, but um, all of a sudden we get Dolph and McIntyre. Real quick, I just counted. 
We had five Superman punches. Five. 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 I don't even think that's his, his season high. It's definitely not, but <laughs> think about, like, I mean, with oh. how much time he actually was wrestling. I, I was going to say, are we doing a time to punch ratio? That's insane. Well, the match was like 24 minutes long. But what? how much action did he actually consist of? Yeah, because they were passed out for like a solid eight minutes. That's something. what I'm like. <laughs> they were down for about half. I, definitely not five Superman punches with the work that he did. I can't. Anyway, I'm sorry. Proceed. Dogs of War come out. Yes. Instantaneously. She'll, She'll come out. Yep. They start scrapping. They start doing their stuff. And um, Dolph decides, you know what? Let's climb that cell. <laughs> Climbs the cell. Seth follows him because Seth Rollins ain't scared of heights. No, he's not. Goes up there. They start, you know, scrapping. Scrapping. Throwing them up. Throw, throwing them bows. Scrappy doing it. Throwing them bows. <laughs> and uh, Drew goes up there, joins them, starts scrapping with them. Guess who comes up there? Big old brolic, beefy uh, <laughs> uh, Dean Ambrose, but he doesn't come empty-handed. He brings Ooh. gifts. <laughs> he has a kendo stick. Got the kendo stick across his back like a samurai sword, like a, like a ninja, <laughs> <laughs> like a ninja with a wife beater on. <laughs> so we know somebody's taking a bump off the cell. Oh yeah. Question is, who? 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 I thought it was gonna be um, Dean. I I think I think I, off we the both, bat I said Ziggler. We both spoke. Well, at no, each other I, and I, I, it has to be at least one and one. If mm. it was gonna be somebody from the Shield party, I thought it was gonna be Dean. because well, it's that's his thing. Yeah, he's well, not his, anymore. Well, now he's like this bruiser guy. Me and yeah. me and William looked at each other and were like, I wonder who's gonna take it. I think it's gonna be Dolph. Yeah, Dolph. And then that had Dolph written all over it. Dolph was like inching himself to the side, and I'm like, is he gonna mess this spot up and hit the um, what do you call it, the barricade? Accidentally? That's what I thought might have happened. Might might happen. Nah, because that's that's they, life right there. Yeah, that would have been rough. Well, I mean, the the safest spot that they do now is like both both competitors are hanging off the side. They'll hit each other, they'll hit each other, they'll hit each other, they'll hit each other. We will fall back, crash at the table, that's it. That happens. Exactly. Um, I love how, like, safe they are about it, though. Because, like, whoever gets the last hit, they'll get the last hit, and then they always do the same thing. They always look back, and then die. (laughs) Always, always. It's, like, it's not natural at all. It's not like Mick Foley when uh, Taker just chucked him over the top. Poor man. Like, like yesterday's garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here. Good. Or like when Undertaker tombstone Rikishi. You mean chokeslammed him? I said tombstone. I he would have killed him. <laughs> he would have died. He would, know, he would not be Rikishi no more. Tombstone him off the uh, top of the cell. No, that would have been... Yeah. A, Rikishi would have died. And B, Taker would not have knees anymore. <laughs> he just wouldn't he have just knees. jumps off with that. <laughs> <what I'm> <laughs> He's like feet twisting. Fire's coming out of him. Just slams him down. Um... Well, uh, Brock and, not Brock, excuse me, um, Braun and Roman are taking their nap, their, uh, their nap, whose music hits, but Brock Lesnar, and everybody's hype. Everybody's happy. Oh, hold on, not everyone's not hype. Well, listen, people in the, in San Antonio yeah, were hype. San Antonio, the three of us were confused. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Why? Why? 
And he, Brock's just looking at the uh, big old red door that leads to hell. Brock, Brock with his grizzly, like, I've been in the woods for 16 months beard. Oh, he's, I'm he's, sorry. He's in training mode for the, the DC fight. For sure he is. But I'm sorry, but, but Brock Lesnar comes down the ramp. Gets to the door. Heyman's like fighting with the, whoever, whatever is, official is there. I want an uncensored version. Storm. I want an uncensored version because they were just cutting out every. Like Heyman would come out with one word and then. I was like, "What is he saying?" So he's fighting him. Brock shows up and t- makes this door a Fisher look like a Fisher Price door. He really did. He kicked it. He just kicked it. He kicked it. Yeah, I what I thought, I thought it was, was plastic. Gonna, what I thought he was going to do was, you know, the uh, the nod to Kane when Kane first came out. He ripped just the, rips it off the the hinges, but he just came in, kicked it, kicked kick in the, the door, doorway, in the full fall. <laughs> like he was. I thought he was akin to what you thought. I thought he was going to rip the chain off first. I thought he was going to take the chain to the padlock, rip that. And then open the door. Mm-hmm. Not as savage as Kane, but a little more realistic, because we're in an era where we're a little more realistic. Nah, son. Now that you're thinking about it, the chain just undoes itself. <laughs> he just, bro, he kicked in the door, waving the faux faux. I was like, yo, hinges, they weren't on. And then he, yo, he made that, that door look like a plastic Fisher Price door. He was just waving it around, he brought it in, he put it down, he climbed up it. I was like, <laughs> he starts fanning himself. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> He's a surfboard, like whatever he wants to do. It was nuts. Now, after he kicks in the door, Heyman's on the side with pepper spray. He's just spraying his foley in the face. Poor foley is just getting a whole bottle full. Like, first of all, I've never seen this, a pepper spray that like sprays sprays, like a mist spray. Oh, no, it was like Tajiri's mist what you right call there. It. Like Amanda sprayed her. She has pepper spray, uh-huh. and she sprayed it once, and it's it, it, it's lengthy. Like it. No, I I thought it was like a, a beeline, not a not a misty spray. Like, well, he he's spraying it down, and then make foley full. So he's just like, Meh. oh, I was just like, what. That dude's poor face. <laughs> I mean, Brock goes and Brock gets into the ring, and there's not you know the tables are broken and you know there's pieces of wood everywhere. So Brock just starts picking pieces, starts bashing <laughs> everyone with. He's like, "You take some, you take some. This part broke. All right, I'll take this. You take some more." And then hits Braun with the F five. So I'm like, if Lesnar leaves and Reigns pins him, I'm going to be upset. Well, then Roman got one too. Roman gets one also. An F5. But he F5s on top of Brock. On top, on top of, Brock. of Brock. How great. Into a perfect pin. How great. You, you know what? I didn't even know that. It would have been a perfect that pin. That would have been a pin. would have perfect pin. But instead, Roman rolls like off. rolls over. Yeah. And, and, uh, and like, all right, we're sitting here like, yo, first guy to their feet wins. Like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're sitting here going, wait a minute, the match still going on. Like, we're looking at the clock. It's like, what, 10, 40? still 20 to 11. Something like that? Yeah, like 20, 20 to 11. So we're like, what now? We have two dead guys on the outside. <laughs> we have two guys. Oh, I don't two know. Two dead oh, guys on the cell. We have two guys just hanging out on top of the cell. And we have two dead guys in the middle of the ring. We have a, a, a blind foley. And, and these two, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, walk, they're walking back. They're walking away. Yeah. Heyman's so, just cursing <clears> everyone out. So where like, do we go from here? We get a ref coming. The in. ref comes down, and I'm just like, okay, we continue. Someone rolls over. Well, he, checked, he checked on Braun, and he's like, lift the cage. It's over. And we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What? <laughs> Bro, as soon as he calls a match, I'm just like, come on, son. Double knockout, no contest. They call him no contest. This is insane. First of all, if I'm Braun Kayfabe, I feel cheated. If this is money in the bank cash in, and it ends in a no contest, 
Nah, son. Do they nah. have matches? Oh, yeah, they're doing the tag match for the Super Show, right? Yeah, six-man tag. No. This uh, is such a lame ending. And... Uh, a no contest? A no contest. And we know what... what I, I'm pretty sure Dean and Drew are still on top, on top of the cell. I was just going to bring up... Uh, in San Antonio. I like the idea that Dean and, and uh, McIntyre are on the top. Just just make it, taking selfies. Like, this, what's up? These guys is dead. This guy's blind. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> the, uh, they did. The, they did. The lighting looks he so died. messed up because they got the cage all red. It's like... Uh, it's, it's, it's it a mess. just... Whew. I don't get the point of this. You know, Brock's not going to be at the Super Showdown. You know what I'm thinking now? Why didn't Why didn't Dean drop from the cell and help out his buddy? Or why did Drew drop from the cell and help out his buddy? I don't. I I hope that like someone who was in the crowd at some point says something. Because were they just double? Were they just playing a double down on top of the cell? That's dumb. I don't I mean, get how, it. How hurt can you have been? That's what I'm saying. Because they were gone saying. for solid ten minutes or something. But I like. Where do we go from here? Like, what was the point of this? Brock's not going to be full-time. We're going into a six-turn tag match. <laughs> He's not going to be at the Super Showdown. Is this setting up for Survivor Series? Are we doing another triple threat with these three? Like, with Braun, Brock, and Roman? I, I can't do much more of these three. I think I'm, I'm full. Like, I'm good. And I don't get what the point of this was. And Brock's doing his UFC thing, so what was the point of this? Anybody? Uh, Bueller? Like, they can... Not, I don't know. There's there was no point for for, I don't get it. for Brock to come out. Um, I I mean I I said it before. It's like cheap pops or that's what they, that's what they, they they're going for cheap pops and Brock Lesnar. And they got plenty of them. You know they're everyone was complaining about Brock not being there and this and that. Um, and now he shows up. And they're chanting Suplex City after a month. And people are chanting Suplex City. Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't bring this up for the um, the tag team Royal Tag Team Title Match. They need to check Renee Young. Oh, somebody needs to check Renee Young. Yeah, she's too much of a homer. She's fine when she's not doing Dean matches. Yep. <coughs> her uh, lady boner for her. Husband definitely shows, and it's it's ridiculous. It's infuriating. Yeah, we can't have matches like if you're gonna be on the the commentating table full time, you can't show your bias. You can't. I don't know if that's planned or not, but someone's gonna be in Renee's ear like, yo. Well, there was a portion of the match where she was just not talking anymore. Like I don't know if they had muted her to like have a talk with her. And she like, could have been. I mean, we've seen video footage before of like how in ear people's Vince is. Mm-hmm. So I would have been just like, Renee, get off the mic, stop doing things. I wouldn't be surprised. Even I mean, maybe without berating her, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's giving her instructions. Yeah. I feel like that's got to be commonplace. She's new to the gig. I would not be surprised if on a regular basis Vince is in her ear going, "Do this, say this, don't say that, talk this way, don't do this, walk this way, stop it." So like. <laughs> 
I wouldn't be surprised if, if Vince is in her ear on a regular basis yeah. throughout mm-hmm. any time that she's on the air. Yeah, and for me, I, it, it was very glaring. Yeah. She's like, oh, Dean Ambrose, he's resilient. He's this. He's so muscular. I love him so much. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. We get it. You like him. You guys at, some, at some point, she goes, Dean Ambrose is the hardest working guy. I'm just like, stop. Just, just let the match be. Like, we so don't need that. We know that you like him. Stop. We know you're married. And he's it's, a good wrestler. Like we don't He need, doesn't need it. He, he doesn't, need, doesn't it. need all this extra. You don't see JoJo announcing Bray Wyatt to the ring as like the greatest Why wrestler anymore. Oh. I think they're like for actually public now. Bray Wyatt's not really doing anything, is he? Well, yeah. not ever since uh, Matt yeah. went down. Yeah. Which, but like but like yeah. you, you gotta you gotta be if you're gonna do it, you gotta keep your personal life out of it. Mm-hmm. Unless you're unless you're doing it as part of a storyline, and they have very clearly not done that. I mean, they did it earlier uh, with the whole Miz thing. Hints. Well, it was, uh, it was something to the effect of, "Oh, why don't you ask Dean? You're the one sleeping with him." And that's yeah. when Renee slapped him. Right. And I was ooh. like, "Ooh, zinger." But I, like, typically I, speaking, WWE does not like incorporating. You know the wrestlers and whatever mingling into their story, like they don't want it even happening. They'd yeah. rather you not be together than anything. So. They, they actually showed that bit for Total Divas where uh, Rusev and Lana had a racy photo shoot, and they were like, "You can't be doing these things." Uh, <laughs> it's like, bro, you work for a uh, a PG company. You can't you can't do these things. Um, but so overall. So, I think we got left with a bad taste in our mouth because of the ending. Yeah. But when I think back match by match, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad show. The The kickoff match was fine. It wasn't crazy about the ending, but it was fine. The Jeff and Orton match was better than we thought it was. Be, it would be. It was definitely more engaging. It was a good start. Becky won the title, so that's I'm fine with that. Um, the Seth Rollins the, tag the, match. The Raw tag the match Raw was, tag good. was good. Joe and AJ were disappointing, but not bad. I don't know. That was slow. Junk man. finish. I was not interested in that match at all, and I, and that's very weird because right. So I don't like. I think especially for the WWE Championship match, like mid the 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 Mizanins versus the Danielsons was not great. The Mizanins versus the Danielsons was not a great match. Um, Bliss and Rousey was fine, and then the main so, event was an overblown nonsense. So, I think as a whole. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a bad show. Was it a good show? Okay, so I, I this begs the question. I'm I'm how gonna many, say how many I'm gonna say. Oof. Because you know you know what the the these endings, these finishes oh, really, really they gripes. really yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say three. I'm gonna okay. say three topes out of five. And I think if the finishes were better, I could have done it at three and a half. I could have done three and a half at the most. Because we did have some, like, the match quality wasn't there for AJ and Joe. And the the main event was just overbooked nonsense. And then the Mizanins versus the Danielsons. So each one of those is going to knock it down a couple pegs. So I can't go past three and a half. Mm -hmm. If the finishes weren't what they were... I probably could have done three and a half, but because as it is, I'm going three topes out of five. Bizzle. So, am I allowed to do like point sevens? Because this doesn't really feel like a two point five show for me. 
but it doesn't feel like a three show like for me. Two seven five, like a two point seven five. Yeah, All right. you can do uh, that. Two and three quarter topes. So I was gonna say four fifty splashes. I'm gonna make that my uh, little counter because no. there's a spin. Stop it. It could spin and no. stop the spin. Stop it. There's stick it, with it. They couldn't. Ma- there's a theme here. Oof. Bizzle. That's your theme. This is my theme. Oh, it's our. Anyway, so you're gonna go two two point seven five. It's all right. That's where I land. I don't know. I wasn't impressed with too many of the matches, okay. especially the ones that were supposed to be, like the two Hell in a Cell matches didn't blow me away. Like okay. Jeff Hardy had his spots in the match. Mm-hmm. Randy, you know, made it gory. Mm-hmm. Um, the women's matches were both pretty solid. The tag uh, the tag matches were good. Um, like I said, I think the tag matches, the raw tag match was great, but. Okay. Um, everything else was whew, rough. Shades. Okay, so I've been teetering. Um, I wanted to hear your response first, and that was really going to help me, you know, wrap the whole show up. Um, I started off two point five. Okay. I sit there. I break it down. Um, so I'm like I can I can say that this was a three three topes it it wasn't you know crazy like crazy bad but it was also wasn't crazy good so I I would say three is three is good three three point five uh is too generous I agree um Three three point five is too generous, and I even think three point two five is too generous. I think three is, is a good a good balance for it. Yeah. Um, if if we got a, a a decisive victory for the main event, this would have been a three point five for me. Really? Yeah. Um, because all the matches ended, all for except for the WWE Championship, ended. Clean. Clean to Jace. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say a, a three. Yeah. We'll give it a three. Um, just just to let you guys know, not you guys, but you know, you guys listening, I want to jump real quick on uh, what do you guys feel about The Undertaker tomorrow night on Raw? I don't know. I, I'm over the whole... Taker, Michaels, Triple H, Taker, Michaels, Triple H, whatever. Can we just get to the showdown already? I'm good. And again, this is someone who I grew up loving Taker. Taker was one of, one of my favorites growing up. But the guy's like 100. 52. I'm, oh, I'm, <laughs> 52. I'm, I'm good. Takes. <laughs> thank, like, thank you. Love you. I'm, I'm good, fam. It's like, like, I'm really good. Yeah. You can be in this, you know, you, this is, you can retire on your own or you can be forced to retire. At this point, it's like, yo, sail off into that you know, like good night Bro. until, because uh, if not, they're going to turn on you. Listen, my mom, biggest Undertaker fan I know. I, I'm a fan of the Undertaker. I, I ain't going to front, but mm. uh, I'm good. Like, I don't need to see you anymore, Taker. Like, I'm good. Pack it up, pack it in. Let me begin, and then get that that, that you know, get that Hall of Fame inductee. That's it. That's it. 
Living legacy. That's it. I'm on. I'm overtaker. I, I. I mean, if Brock, if Brock is gonna be on Raw tomorrow, then you know, they have a spot to do something with Taker and Brock. But I don't know why they would do that. Why would involved. Why would they do that? That makes, that makes Brock, zero sense. Brock Two won entirely the, separate things. Because Brock beat the streak. But he beat yeah, the streak like so four years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but they're still playing that as like a thing for him. It's a notch on his on his career. Belt. Right. Belt. Yeah, exactly. That's, we're not doing that anymore. Like that's, yeah, no, they wouldn't. To bring it up would be. All right, so if they brought that up, then that's WWE booking has no idea what they're doing. Okay, for Monday we've Night Raw, been Roll. saying that for weeks. <laughs> like yeah, but that's a whole different level of not knowing what you're doing. I don't know about that. Anyway, having a boring show and then completely going off the path, like this. There's there's the path, there's the beaten path, and then there's a forest with bears you and Brock Lesnar. And if they go that way, then it, I, I'd be done. It falls off the rails. I, I'd be done. I don't know what they plan on doing. I don't know why they even need to. This is there's, we're. I feel like I'm sounding like a broken record at this point. There's just no. There's no reason to have any of this taker since stuff going on. But I agree, but it is what it is. And don't forget, we also have Cena at the Super Showdown. That's what? Match. What? Yeah, they announced it during uh, the showdown. They announced it before the showdown. This oh, is did been, they? They is, yeah. This is what you call it. It's Cena and Lashley versus Elias and um, and Kevin Owens. Because and, reasons. And John Cena is going to reveal his Oh, that's sixth, right. Sixth the move. sixth move of doom. Sixth doom, move doom, of doom? doom? Yeah, you know, John Cena has five, five moves that of doom. weird, like, Dude, backhand slap or whatever. I don't he's know the what next one that I haven't seen it. Get out the door. Just get out. Just, I'm tired of... Speaking of getting out the door. Oh, no. I think that wraps up this episode. Oh, please. I think it wraps up our recap and review of... <laughs> WWE Hell in a Cell 2018. Um, again, it was an okay show. Not great, not terrible, but it is what it is. Uh, we will catch you guys in a few days for our weekly episode coming up after Raw and SmackDown this week. As usual, uh, you can find us on Grapples to Apples and SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash grapples, the number two apples. You can catch us on uh, Google Play Music and Apple Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. And you could tweet at us at the Graps to Apps uh, right. Twitter handle. Twitter.com slash Graps, Graps to Apps. Yes, Graps to Apps. That's Graps with one P, two apps with two Ps. That's um, right. I know, Facebook.com slash Grapples to Apples. The same way it is on SoundCloud. Grapples, number two apples. Um, thanks for listening. As always, I've been William. I have been amazing. I have been Maddie Bizzle, double C, double E. We'll catch you guys in a few days. Peace. Peace a lot. Later, internet.